Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Keeping It Real with Caramel. As we say 100, I have Mr. Anthony on the line. How are you, Anthony? Caramel, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Uh, Very excited to chat with you. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, I like to start off with tell everybody where you're from and just a little tin a bit about you, not too much about your business, but (laughs) something about yourself. 100%. Yeah. So um, my name is Anthony. Born and raised in Queens, New York. I've uh, been here my whole life and um, do a couple things. I sell medical devices as one part of my job and the other is I am the founder of a company called Rare Cut. Awesome. You cut and clean, huh? So, yeah. <laughs> some, in, some, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the founder of CEO of uh, Rare Cut. So tell the audience what that is. Because people yep. like rare cut. What is that? A cut like someone cutting the hair? Or what is it? So tell them what it is. Yeah, somebody thinks it's like it's a, a fine steak. You're going to be disappointed. It has nothing to do with steaks. However, what it <laughs> is, uh, the company rare cut. What I uh, what we have is I invented uh, the only pocket square that no matter how you bend, twist, or fold it, you put it in your pocket and it stays up. And that's actually our tagline. It stays up. Oh wow! So it's just a it's just like a. A handkerchief, something like a handkerchief, right? Or no, I'm not trying to compare it. I'm just trying to make sure that I understand what it is. Um, I've seen it on your website, and I think they were awesome. Okay, and everybody's in their suit, looking all nice with the, you know. And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. So, um, so tell, like, it's like a square piece of fabric, right? And you can stick it inside your inside your um your jacket. Yeah, and, I, yes, that's exactly right. I, and I appreciate you. And, and thank you for checking out and scoping uh, the gentlemen on our site and, and, and approving their outfits. I'm sure they, uh, they're going to be uh, flattered to hear that as well. But yeah, what we, what we have, uh, Caramel, is um, it's exactly right. You call it a hanky, you could call it a hanky, a handkerchief, uh, or more commonly really is pocket square. And the thing about it is most guys... Uh, that are wearing, let's just say they're rocking a suit or not even a suit, just like a blazer. And they want to accessorize a little bit. One thing that we're seeing like a growing trend is um, people are are rocking more open collars and traditional ties are really becoming out of fashion. So a way that guys now are looking to kind of like add a little conversation piece to their outfit is Mm -hmm. to substitute a tie now with a pocket square. And what's cool about it is you can still rock that blazer and you can have a hoodie underneath. You can have a bu- you can have a button down, open collar. You can have a T-shirt. So it's very versatile, and I really think it's becoming more a growing trend in dressing up, but also dressing comfortable as well. Oh, that's awesome! And I noticed that you launched this on Kickstart. And so, how do you do that? Like, you just put it on Kickstart, and everybody just start liking it, or? I, I wish it was that simple and I, I, that that would be ideal. It actually <laughs> took, <laughs> I wish I could say that, but uh, actually it took, believe it or not, it took four years from when I came up with the concept, right? Like just like the rough concept of, hey, this is an idea. It could work. Um, you know, right. doing like going through different, uh, some attorneys, um, seeing if it's patentable. So, and actually it's still patent pending, um, working with, three engineers working with somebody in New York City's garment district to help get this right. The process took 
years, Caramel. And if, oh, you, wow. if you had asked me four years ago and we sat down, you're like, hey, that's a pretty cool concept. When do you think this, that's going to go to market? I would have told you and I would have believed it at the time. It would have been a sincere answer. I would have been like, probably, I don't know, give me 10 months, a year. <laughs> <laughs> years later um you know we had to fix things out and just personally i didn't want to rush anything out that i didn't find to be um uh, just the, the the correct or i should say the you know quote unquote perfected version of it so we went through right, so many right. and you just get better and better as time goes on that's awesome that is awesome so what is your goal with rare cut like what what do you want to everybody to see like i know a commercial is coming soon so you got to tell me that right so <laughs> Is that what you're looking forward of doing or no? So I'll say this. So what we're do, looking to do right now is, is scale it properly. So you mentioned uh, Kickstarter earlier, and I, I should actually uh, probably um, have elaborated a little bit more. So after the four years of, of planning, right, we yeah. went to Kickstarter. And at a time where we're living in a pandemic, uh, I'm, I'm the founder of a fashion accessories company, and I haven't even had the excuse to wear a sports jacket in quite some time. Actually, as I'm talking to you now, I'm, I'm rocking sweats. I think a lot of us are at the current <laughs> moment. If I'm just keeping it, if it is keeping it real, right? We're keeping it 100. Right. Oh, <laughs> I just want to make sure we're in sync with the title here. So yeah, I'm just rocking sweats, but I am looking forward to that moment where we can like, you know, have an excuse to go out and dress nice. So on Kickstarter, at a time, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, no one's really rocking suits. We were very, very fortunate to have a successful campaign and we actually hit over fifty fifty thousand dollars in sales oh, wow. on kickstarter wow that is awesome that yes. is awesome so, so once the promising. pandemic is right so once the pandemic is over i can definitely be sitting down in my chair you know switching turning tv and i see this commercial it says rare cut and i'd be like i know who <laughs> did that you know that yeah. is awesome yeah you know? thank you thank you and like i gotta tell you like uh you talked about next steps so you know, Kickstarter was the first step, and and it's honestly, if anyone out there is listening, if, if you have a business idea that you're not quite sure how to go to market with, right? And there's a whole lot, there's so many different elements to starting a business. It, it really is, it's a it, it's a full time job just learning it. In addition to the full time job, you know, of of getting your product or service correct and perfected, so that takes time too. So you know, Kickstarter really is an amazing outlet for someone to kind of learn the ropes. Um, take it at their pace. And I got to say the community on Kickstarter is quite forgiving when it comes to um, like getting product out there. Cause if, if you just start a company and you think, Hey, I'll make this product. It'll be simple as that. And then I start shipping. Well, there's a lot of issues that happen with manufacturing and production. And it really gives you an opportunity to learn the ropes and kind of fine tune your craft. So that way, when you do go and you have your e-commerce site, you've kind of learned these hard lessons uh, ahead of time. Right. And then um, speaking of Kickstart, if someone doesn't know exactly how to go about doing Kickstart, they will give you the steps how to do it, correct? Yeah. So I'll say this. So it, they have some preset stuff like and what you can really do, like with anything in life, right? What you can model somebody else that did it and did it well and put your own spin on it. That would be my suggestion. So you go on Kickstarter or any, it doesn't have to be Kickstarter specifically. Um, it could be any crowdfunding service where you go on there and really you uh you know start filling in the details of what your product is what you want it to be and over the course of time it'll evolve until you feel like hey i'm ready to show this to the world let's roll 
Wow, that is awesome. Yeah. So how do men respond to rear cut? Like, what did they say to you? Are they happy with it? Or is the wives happy with it? Or because, <laughs> you know, wives, come on, be girlfriends, wives, whatever. They're more like, oh, that's cute. You know, so how did they respond? How did they respond to you about it? Well, the tagline is it stays up. So hopefully everyone's satisfied on both ends. <laughs> no one wants a floppy anything. So that's that's where we come in and try to help out. But uh, no, we've been honestly getting an incredible response. How this came to be. Uh, just in a nutshell, is I went for uh, my job, like I mentioned, I sell medical devices also. We went to this like, we went to this award ceremony, this convention that we had every year, and my manager was about to go on stage and, and receive manager of the year. As he's getting ready to get, get up on that stage, and we're very close, so he's like, hey man, like, how's my hair? And I think he had some something in his hair. I'm like, oh bro, this is terrible. I, I gotta get this out for you. And then he's like, how's, how's my tie? And you need an adjustment. And the one thing that he said as well, he's like, he pointed to his pocket square. He's like, do you have any idea how to fold this? And at that time, this is like four years ago, I was like, not right. really. He's like, it keeps falling down. He's like, can you fix it for me? And I'm like, sure, take it out. I did my best impression of what I thought he was hoping to accomplish. And I put it back <laughs> in there. And as he's getting ready to get up there, he goes to me, he's like, these are such a pain. He's like, you know, my wife bought this for me just for this event. And it's a hundred dollar pocket square, which I gotta say, Caramel was a really interesting flex on his end because I didn't even know they made hundred dollar pocket squares. So oh, God. I had no idea. So he goes on stage, gives his speech, kills it, just amazing delivery. Next day, they broadcast the video of him talking, and we see all his pictures, and we go, "Hey, man, that hundred dollar pocket square that you that your wife bought." <laughs> He's going to think you didn't wear it because it's not in any of the pictures. So he expressed his frustration. He's like, dude, I'm done with these. I'm, I, I don't understand why they're so complicated. That is actually how the idea spawned and just kind of like, oh, this is kind of an issue, huh? And I kept seeing it more and more. You know, I was a groomsman at weddings. I'd be just walking the streets of New York City. And when like when you're in tune to something and you're like looking for yep. it, you see it everywhere, yep. right? So yeah, I, that, that's how I came to to notice this. And what we're trying to do is is just take something that really should be simple, yet it's not, and just make it easier for any guy, any woman, anyone who gets their hand on this to be able to to shape it, fold it, and forget it. That's our objective. And that's that's simple. Yeah. One, two, three steps. You know. Exactly. And that that is awesome. But yeah, uh, when you go back to what you were saying, when you are in tune to something, you would notice everything. Because when you wasn't so in tune to it, you didn't see, you didn't notice no one. Like you didn't notice what what they was wearing or what they, you know, how their their um their hanging um what is it called? Yeah, you can say pocket <laughs> square. We can, hey, okay, yeah, pocket, yeah, square. pocket square. So <laughs> you, you you didn't know you didn't notice that the pocket square was like limping over or something like that until you was in tune and you like oh look something got to change, you know this is too complicated so we have to do something different and that's awesome that's the awesome yeah. Well, so what is your next what is, what is your next project? So we're gonna stick with this for a while. We're gonna be pretty. We want to be pretty niche. Now when in terms of like projects for rare cut. Uh, we don't want to just be like, hey, um, we're, you know, we're a company that has, you know, polka dots and stripes. And don't get me wrong, we have those. What we're looking to do is be more of a movement. And what I mean by that is we're going to get behind uh, certain foundations, uh, charities, and we are going to make, for example, we already have one that's out, is uh, obviously we sell pocket squares. So our uh, initiative and our campaign is called Pocket Change. 
And what we want to do is oh, be wow. able to, yeah, thank you. Uh, we want to have uh, different patterns to support different causes. Uh, the one that currently uh, that we're running that's near and dear to I'm sure both our hearts and anyone that's listening as well is it's a shop local campaign. So what we have is that classic New York City blue. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. That classic blue New York City cup, old school yeah. columns on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that yeah. cup, um, it's a shop local on it. And on top of it, instead of steam coming up from the coffee cup, it's actually the torch from the Statue of Liberty. And what that represents is is really America as a whole and why why people came to this country to begin with is for opportunity and why millions more are trying to come to this country for opportunity. And you know, we should never lose sight of what the foundation of this country really it was meant for you know what i'm saying and like, right exactly yeah so that so right now what we're, what we're currently doing caramel is we are um a, a portion of sales so we're giving 10 percent of sales from that pattern to uh the barstool fund to, to support small businesses and on top of that we are getting people to uh basically rock the pocket square at their place of business and uh share with us their story so we want to we want to uh, give a platform for individuals to say, hey, this is what I've gone through in the last year, uh, and this is how, like I mentioned earlier, our tagline is is it stays up. Yeah. This is how. Yeah. This is how I'm staying up during these hard times, and we've gotten actually a number of really, uh, just really moving stories from people who really give you insight into like what their personal situation's been like, because because there, yeah. there's a quote. And this is why it's so important to us. There's a quote that says, it's an old school quote, that the death of one person is a tragedy, but the death of 10,000 people is a statistic. And the reason that's important and relevant to what I'm saying is um, because when you hear, oh, all these people lost their jobs, you're like, oh, that's that's horrible, Mm -hmm. but you don't, it doesn't really tell a story. But when you hear, oh, this person, John from Queens, lost his job he's just trying to provide he yeah. a bakery here's here's john here's his story now all of a sudden you're bought in and you care because you, it, you're personalizing it and that's what we want to do we want to share those stories of people who are going through it but it's it's truly caramel it's a story of the comeback and people persevering and we want to inspire hope for others to persevere as well through these really tough times oh my god anthony awesome congratulations oh Thank my you. god clap claps you know <laughs> finger snap finger snap finger snap that is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. I mean, your company is going to do great. Like, that is awesome because not too many people are thinking the way y'all are thinking at this point. And like you said, everybody has a story, right? Exactly. And and it's good that you're out there t- telling the stories, you know, um, because everybody want to be heard. Exactly. And we want to be that I platform. So. We want to be that. Like, you're, saying, you're saying it exactly right and you get it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We want to be that platform uh, because we're, we're not just... I just want to be clear about something. Uh, when my intention with starting Rare Cut from the beginning was not I want mm-hmm. to be a company with a product. I have no interest in that. Uh, I want to be a brand that tells a story that centers and focuses around culture and community, and that's how we're going to distinguish ourselves from you know the other companies that are just like, hey, let's start a let's right. start a business just to make some money. And, and obviously, being profitable is part of any business, but we it's so much more than that. Uh, and that's that was truly my intentions in, in getting into this space. That is awesome. And your business still running, even though during the pandemic as well, right? It, everything is still is going on because I know New York was one of the states that kind of shut down a little bit. 
and I know um, Orlando, Florida is one of those states as yep. well. Um, so <laughs> that's where I'm at. So, <laughs> so, so everything is still running good. Everything, your business still going good. Um, yeah. So, correct? yeah. So, I, and I know, I know Orlando well. I did a, a Disney internship in college uh, back in the day. Oh, yeah. They, okay. Yep. Yep. They actually wanted me to, to be Aladdin, but that's a whole other story. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, you know, it's, it's obviously been insane here. And, you know, I think we got hit a little bit harder than most places uh, over here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's really sobering to see walking down uh, the boulevard or any street that I'm accustomed to walking down and seeing all these uh, for rent signs or out of business and, and just people posting like, you know, letters essentially on their uh, on, on their storefront saying, hey, guys, sorry, we we uh We've been in business for 30 something years and unfortunately we had to close our doors to the pandemic you know that's really uh like i mentioned it's a very sobering thing to uh, experience and see on a daily basis so that's why i was like you know what um if i can do anything whatsoever to contribute you know and and you might be small at the end of the day but if everyone does something small uh, with their business or even you don't even have to have a business even as an individual you know, right. to kind of help and, and contribute, then you know we can we can get people back on their feet uh, sooner uh, by all banding together, as opposed to saying, "Hey, you know, um, let government will figure it out." And that's not a political statement; it's just more so about like the people right. need to help uh, yeah. people. Exactly, and I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? But you also say that one you can help one person to make a whole difference. It, that's hundred percent you know? right. Hundred percent right. You're right. You know because. Just having one person making them smile and happy and 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 do what they you know, it's, it's amazing and I just commend you guys because you're doing a very good job <laughs> and I know great things is going to happen and so I'm gonna come to you and I'm gonna ask you so I didn't know that you like bike riding is that one of your hobbies? It is thing? actually so funny funny thing is I as a kid right kid growing up in in New York City. Um, riding a bike is just like every kid looks forward to that um and that's you that's how you meet up with your friends you know before you get your car everyone's meeting, right? like, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. just, uh, meeting up central place and, and kind of just riding in streets we probably shouldn't have been riding in and <laughs> just like opposite track opposite <laughs> traffic just like it's 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 i'm glad we're all okay after some of the things we did but uh that was like you know that's what you did that that was, that was your set of wheels back in the day that's how you got around now i gotta be honest though then you turn like 16 17 you get your permit and you're like all right like i'd rather roll up in my maroon camry 1992 honda uh, uh, uh toyota camry rather you know and that's my new set of wheels so then since then to be to be honest with you i hadn't really ridden a bike consistently up until right when the pandemic hit i was just poured out of my mind and i was like i i, I need to do something with myself and i dusted off the old bike and i've been almost almost every single day since just biking around the city especially with so few cars on the road and just just really right. like you almost become a tourist in your own city when you're on your bike because you observe your surroundings more than as if you were in your car and you have like your music on you're kind of in the zone and just like not even paying attention yeah. to anything. so yeah. it's a good way to really just sightsee uh the streets that you normally routinely uh, uh travel in almost a whole new different light so it's been my new favorite thing in the last year Oh, awesome! So I was looking at your again. I'm always I'm always on your website for like three or four times, just trying to go through everything, seeing what you got going on. You know. Thank you. So I looked at your picture and I'm like, 
do you ever model? <laughs> That's very sweet. <laughs> I mean, like, you look like a model. Like, I'm looking at him. You could be in, like, one of these GQ model <laughs> magazines or whatever. And I'm like, I wonder if he ever modeled. Have you? That's very sweet and and uh, and humbling, and I appreciate that. Uh, no, I, I haven't. Um, one time ever, actually, funny. One time ever, because I was. Here's the thing. When I was younger, I went through like I had gone through like my phases of like my rock and roll phase. I went through my like big hip hop phase, and I was just like, yo, I don't want. Like, I almost looked like as modeling was kind of just like not in the realm of like the lifestyle that I was living. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, eh, not for right. me whatsoever. Uh, actually, then this one company was really, really cool. Uh, New York City company uh, just had actually talked to me one time and was like, hey, would you want to do something like modeling? I go, ah, not really for me. And they go, well, if you want, we, you can just, we can just have you as like an extra on like TV shows and you just be in the crowd, you get paid. I go, oh my God, that sounds amazing. That sounds so cool. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'll do that. And then what ended up happening is I had uh, my wisdom teeth were coming through and they're coming through bad. So I had to... Um, I had to get them removed and I, I did. And then uh, the company was just like, uh, why did you put off this gig? I'm like, listen, this was like, a I had to, I had to They're like, we want somebody who's dedicated and focused to this job. So we're going to have to pass. So that was my opportunity. Unfortunately, they were not very understanding when it came to uh, essential medical <laughs> procedures. And after that, I was like, you know what? Maybe this is just not for me, but I'd rather, to be honest with you, I'd rather just stick as kind of like the founder and the, and the kind of the face of the company type thing. Right. So I think that's more up my, my avenue anyways. But again, I, I appreciate that. That was very <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Awesome. 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 But you know, it's been a pleasure talking to you and please give everybody your social media so they can um, find you and see what Rare Cut is all about and all the stuff that you're doing for the community. That is so great. And so get them all your social media. And again, this was a real pleasure. I had like such a blast and uh, felt like I was talking to an old friend uh, in this conversation. So thank you for being so welcoming. Uh, and, and honestly, this was a, a really fun interview. Um, my social, so I have two handles. Um, one is a company, it's it's at Rare Cut. And obviously our website is uh, the same thing. So it's uh, rarecut.com. And my personal one is just my name. So it's Anthony Orissus. So it would be at Anthony Orissus. And last name is O-R-I. S S E S all S like Sam because we're Greek and we love the letter S. So <laughs> <laughs> I I figured that because I was like, okay, they got one, two, three, four. Okay, you got three. Okay, <laughs> perfect. But <laughs> but it's been such a pleasure and um, definitely keep doing what you're doing because you are very much impacting the community and um, I know you're gonna be successful. So when I see you. I'm going to say, I know yes. this person. I talked to this person. This person is awesome. And um, just keep doing what you're doing and um, be Can blessed. I, and yes, stay safe. I appreciate you. And, and I have to tell you to you as well. Keep doing what you're doing as well because uh, you're, you're doing an excellent job. So thank you. Thank you. And have you a good too. one. Thanks. Okay. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.